everyone, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley Browning and I love hosting this podcast. It has been so much fun for the past two seasons and hey, we made it to season three. If you're new here to catch you up, this is a place where I have the honor of speaking with genuine friends about golden, inspiring stories of God moving in their life. And it's all for you, here to encourage you. So every week when you tune in, you're going to be hearing about people who have walked through some hard times and are celebrating what God is doing in the everyday, in the mundane, in the highlights and the lowlights. God is with us. He is still with you. Before I introduce my first guest for season three, I want to turn your attention to the beats that you are hearing in the background. This is music from my friend Lily Garay. If you have not listened to her latest album, It's All Beautiful right here, go check it out on Apple Music and Spotify. You can also connect with Lily through social media at Lily Garay. I cannot say enough amazing things about her and her music, and you're going to be hearing from her later on in the season, so stick around. I am so grateful for her sharing her music with us. Okay, want to meet our first guest for season three? This is a couple that I have been wanting to have on Still With You since it launched. Todd and Becca Caroline are pastors at Liberty Church downtown, my church where I attend in Pensacola, Florida. Since Chris and I moved to the Gulf Coast, they have opened their arms and their home and their life to us and showed us nothing but kindness. And we are one of many people that they have blessed They have so much wisdom from working in youth ministry, serving the local church, being parents, and devoted their life to being leaders who live like Jesus. You might hear a few background sounds within the interview with Todd and Becca. Just remember that they are amazing parents to three boys. In the middle of the interview, their middle son, Luke, actually comes on and says, hey, it is absolutely adorable. This interview is absolutely one of my favorites, and I could not be more excited excited to share it with you to kick off season three. It is my honor to introduce my friends, mentors, pastors, Todd and Becca Caroline. To start the season, I like to invite people who are, hey Judah, (laughs) I like to invite people who are true leaders and mentors in my life. And so I just consider it like such a honor to have you guys like kick off the season. Thanks for doing this. We appreciate the opportunity and we love you and Chris so much. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let you do your blessing for sure. Yes, for sure. So you guys are pastors at Liberty Church downtown and like just good friends of ours, like I said, mentors. But I think it's so fascinating. Todd, I have to say that you used to have a British accent. You live in the deep south and now, and you used to have a British <laughs> accent. Can you like share that? I don't For think sure. many people know that about yeah. you. My dad was in the military, so we bounced around quite a bit. So I was born in Japan, and then from Japan we moved to Syracuse, New York, and then we moved to uh, England. So I spent about three years in England, went to a British school, mm-hmm. private school, and caught on to the British accent. And- <laughs> I owned it and then <laughs> then moved to Augusta, Georgia <laughs> yeah. with my British accent and um, mm-hmm. it didn't last too long, but 
I think it lasted a little bit. I think that's so fascinating. I wish I would have could have like a little story like that that I had an accent or caught yeah. onto something of Midwest boring well, it was, Midwest. It was really cool. We life. lived in this this tiny town. It was called Kirby Mousard. Think of a little British town. Like it was a one street and like homes and businesses all on that street. Oh, wow. It was really really cool. And my mom has a picture of it, and uh, I think about it all the time. But it's actually it's really unique. Yeah. And so I definitely look back on that. You still drank tea though often. Or- oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like English breakfast stuck, tea is worth that. <laughs> Get some English breakfast tea. Put some sugar and milk, milk in, in it. it. Yeah, it's definitely an English thing. But <laughs> I love that. Still, still live that out today. <laughs> Becca, what about you? How did you grow up? Pretty much the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> born in Fairhope, Alabama, and then moved to Pensacola when I was like five. Stayed here the rest. You know, been here ever since. So not very exciting. But good old Southern girl growing up in Alabama and. Yeah, and you were involved in ministry, like, right from the get-go. Like, your dad was a pastor. Mm -hmm. and Yep, grew up in the church. My dad was a pastor growing up and said that I wouldn't marry a pastor. (laughs) Really? Did he really say that? Yeah. (laughs) I just said I wanted to be a normal person. (laughs) Um, But obviously, you know, God had different plans. And when we first started dating, I I mean, I didn't think he was going to be a pastor. So she's like, this guy definitely ain't gonna be a pastor. <laughs> Wait, share how you all met. I'll let you share. If that. you don't mind. I mean, <laughs> I've heard yeah. this Not story. A better storyteller than me. <laughs> but I love it. It's so cute. And I yeah. think that there's so many people who like want to hear like how you guys set such a good example with your marriage. And I think mm-hmm. it's so important to share those Aww. details of like yeah. how it started. Yeah. <clears throat> kind of go way right back to middle school when we yeah. first met each other. Yeah. Becca didn't want anything to do with me. <laughs> um, but I remember um Started coming to the church, her church, and mm-hmm. my, one of my first moments talking with her, I showed up to her, their church, and she said, "What are you doing here?" Oh gosh! No. And I was like, uh, "He always I'm going, that story. I'm going oh, to wow. church. I don't know what you're doing here." And, uh, it was more like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> I think it was her way of flirting with me. Oh, and so I was just surprised to see you. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so, anyways, I started going there, and uh, actually, really. Started kind of having a crush on Becca. Usually, Ninth I reverse grade. it when I tell the story that she was really into I'm me. But gonna tell the truth. On but I'll, I'll tell the truth today. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, keep it. Keep the truth here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin my rep. And, uh, so we uh, became really kind of friends. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't really want anything to do with me. It and, wasn't just you. I didn't just wasn't looking to date around yeah. in high school. Yeah. The Lord hasn't opened. He didn't open her eyes yet. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, that's what it was. <laughs> so I actually started dating her best friend our sophomore year in high school. Oh. And we had a friend of ours. She's like, I don't think I can hook you up with uh, Becca, but what about this other girl? And so I was like, okay. And, you know, I'm a sophomore in high school. Yeah. I didn't really. Right. know what I want and so that ended and then me and Becca really just became honestly we became like best friends yeah you know we started hanging out and f- with friends and we had a kind of a, a small group of people that we kind of yeah did life with and mm-hmm. and so our senior year we actually started dating mm-hmm. and um finally yeah finally. right so we dated for about three and a half years yeah and then we got married so now we're been married for 12 years on our 13th year we got three little boys um, a new one this year. Yeah. A new one this year. So we got a three-month-old and a Like such a beautiful family, too. Like oh. inspiring little, well-behaved, just cute boys. Well, they're boys. <laughs> no, you guys are, are good parents. <laughs> like, you. sincerely, it's you guys are awesome. We always prayed that we could raise, you know, young men that can make an impact in this world. And yeah. So the, God's given us three boys, and 
we're doing the best we can with what we got. Right. And so it's going to be fun. Okay, so Becca, you've told me this started you guys both doing ministry together bringing snacks to youth group. Can you start with that point and share? You guys are leading a campus now. You guys are pastors at a campus. That's a big progression, and I think that's it's all God, like from what you all shared. And so, Definitely. We've kind of said our life is that example of just being faithful with a little and being given more. Yeah. When we were in high school, our... The way that they had it set up was the juniors and seniors led the middle school students in their small group. So we got to get a taste of kind of leading even just as as students. But then our first official, like, you know, leadership role was bringing snacks to our Sunday <laughs> Which I groups. love that. I feel like that's so real. Like, yeah. there's these people who have these big dreams and they want to like serve the Lord in big ways. And it starts with that. Yeah. So I don't remember what we did after that. It was just like taking on a little bit more. I guess we led a group and did small groups, probably. Well, we ended up lead, actually ended up leading that Sunday night whole gathering. Yeah, that's and, true. Uh, that was the next thing. And then... Um, but, like, break that down with you guys just showing up consistently. Right. Did they just see something in you all? Because I know that there's people yeah. listening who are doing that, and they want to do yeah. more, and I feel like the Lord's calling them to do more. I think being faithful and just being consistent, showing up when you don't want to show up, you know, and... Mm-hmm. And doing the best that you can. I mean, even just taking snacks. <laughs> I know it seems like a silly example, but, you know, we would try to get really even just creative with what we did there. Try to have fun with you it. You know? Yeah. And um, and I think, yeah, I think people take notice. I don't know that we were, like, at that point, like, ambitious to take on more. I don't really remember okay. it being we just, that we were there yet. But, we, yeah. you know, we just always tried to be the people that whatever we do, we do it to the best of our ability. And I think then people take notice of that and give you opportunity yeah. from there. Right? Wouldn't you say? Well, I think we just wanted to honestly just be a part of something. Yeah. We love the leaders that, you know, we were serving under. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that, I think the Lord had a call in our life, but yeah. I'm not sure when that kind of Right, if we realized it at that point or not. Yeah. But you could tell, I mean, I don't know if you want to tell when we did, you did kind yeah. of realize. Well, yeah, I'd love to hear that. Is that okay? Yeah, well, we, uh, we actually went on a missions trip to Scotland. This was right after we graduated. Both high of you school, together. Right? We were you married? We no. We were not married. Okay, we were, dating? We were dating. And okay. uh, so we went. The trip was more geared towards young people. Like, there was a skate, huge skate park. Um, mm-hmm. And then a couple churches that we were there, and uh, we actually stayed in a castle. So one of our missionaries, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's so fun! Like in a Victorian castle. Yeah, I like, don't know what year it was built or anything. Yeah, but, super yeah. cool. Wow. But anyway, we were there, and we we were doing this outreach. And I remember right before we were praying for people to kind of get saved. And that moment when we were praying, I felt the Lord. That's my youngest son, Judah. <laughs> The Lord just break my heart uh, for young people, and I'll, I'll never forget that. I had all these dreams and ambitions to, you know, go away to college, and I was going to pursue teaching, and I wanted to coach sports, and and I was like sold on it. And uh, the Lord just kind of changed my heart. Hey, Luke, you want to say hi? Luke, you want to say come hi? Come here. Do you want to say hi? Yeah. Do you want to come say your name into speaking in the microphone? Tell tell who's on your shirt. Yeah. Even though they can't see it. Come here. There's people listening. Can you talk? <laughs> He's like, what? You want to say, say your name? Hi. Say, my name's Luke. Yeah, Luke. <laughs> say, I like Sonic the Hedgehog. I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> You're so sorry. Right, 
Back Luke, you're me. welcome. Hey, Luke, you're welcome back anytime. You can come on here anytime. Youngest this podcast. <laughs> yes. That's actually legit. Yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah, I guess Judah. Oh, Judah. So, breaking, breaking records already. talk, though. Um, so anyways, we, we were there, and the Lord just... Honestly, I'll never forget that moment. He broke my heart. And yeah. we uh, were there, and we finished that outreach, and there was a speaker there, and we were just praying that that students would respond yeah. to the gospel uh-huh. and, you know, you know, young people I'm give their heart watching. to the Lord. And, and I remember in that Mommy, moment, something sh- shifted inside of me and I came back and I talked to one of my mentors and leaders and I was just asking him, how do you know that you were called in the ministry and to be a youth pastor? And, and so from that moment on, um, he just kept giving me and really giving us different right. opportunities to serve. Uh-huh. And honestly, I was just so passionate that I didn't care what it was. I just wanted to be a part of it. And right. and the Lord just continually kept opening doors for us to widen our influence in our ministry. Did you feel and, that too? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I didn't know. I was probably more hesitant to be like, I don't know that I re- definitely didn't think like that point. Like, I wanted this to be, like, a full-time thing. I wasn't sure. One step at a time felt was okay. You know what I mean? Like, just taking a little more on at a time. I'm not the type like him to just jump in feet first, you know. So I think it was good that God just gave us a little bit, little bite-sized pieces of it. Like, sure, I'll eat a small group. Sure, we can oversee Sunday nights, you know. Yeah. Obviously, if he gave us this role right at first... We, we wouldn't have been ready. ready. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Still don't know if we're ready. <laughs> oh, stop. You guys are amazing. You guys lead hundreds of people every week and we're do like, so what good. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but what did that look like? So you go to lead Sunday nights with, like, is it junior high still yeah, age so, group? Well, that Sunday nights was middle school and high school, yeah. and, and that was kind of our small group night. And, and so we would come together, and we would kind of a short message and maybe more of a recap from our Wednesday night gathering. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we would split into individual small groups, groups like 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade. Everyone had their individual guys, girls separate. And so out of that, we would we did that for a, a while, time, yeah. while. And they approached us about taking over our junior high ministry, which was on Sunday morning. But some of the leaders were leaving and they approached us. And honestly, I was excited about it. Becca was maybe a little more <laughs> unsure. She didn't quite maybe figure out but we yeah. prayed about it felt like that was what the lord had next for us so we yeah. took over the junior high service and god did some really cool things through yeah. middle school I, I still look back and that was where a lot of my <laughs> leadership qualities i developed i became you can like, leave middle schoolers you can leave anyone <laughs> it was so fun so fun some of their remarks back were oh hilarious like yeah never forget. Can, we, can we tell one story oh, about that sure. this is this is for, you guys can have this all day long you're good. actually it was someone else that was speaking right remember that time someone you know this is how middle schoolers kind of process things sometimes they get it sometimes they don't somebody asks like what is it that like holds you back from your walk with god like something you feel like <laughs> keeps you from you know going all in with jesus or whatever uh-huh. or something like that and she ra- a girl raised her hand she's like what'd she say water balloon yeah, something. <laughs> something like just off the wall. Those pesky and, water balloons. You're like, I remember he was like, uh, um, okay, next I? person. <laughs> you just never know what they're gonna say. That's so funny. I love that. So what I'm, are we talking about? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to kind of speed up the, the, just that journey. We so we did junior high for about 
I mean, I don't know, a few years, I guess. A few years as well. And, and then we had the opportunity to take on one of our campus's youth ministry. And so we went out there and actually totally did it wrong. And uh, <laughs> just we learned a lot through that because we kind of came in and we tried to replicate who we were at our first campus. Uh-huh. And, you know, we found out like we went in and we redid the room and everything. And we were like, man, we're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. And then we found out like about maybe a couple weeks after that, that they just redid their room. Oh, and yeah. So from oh, the very, yeah. The very beginning, we didn't build trust with them and. And so we, we pushed on that. We did that for a year, and we kind of got it, at least where they c- could build trust. And then we didn't feel like peace that that's where we were supposed to be. So we came back, and we continued on with junior high. Junior I know, high. it's hard to remember exactly. Yeah. But. but after yeah. that, after some time, they asked us to become oversee the youth altogether. And um, so we took that on and then became the youth and young adult pastors for many years. Each step, are you guys still sure of yourself so like okay yeah ministry i think if you ever come too sure of yourself okay then i'm not sure god can really fully use you i think he always wants you to be but you a felt little out of your comfort right? zone i mean i think we were supported and okay. people believed in us so that you know that makes a big difference you're like okay i might not see it in me but okay you see it and i okay. know that you know, even if we make mistakes, it's going to be okay. It feels like this ladder that you all just, and again, yeah. like you said, like being faithful. So, keep, I mean, that's not, you guys kept climbing, so yeah. kept going. Well, we, we, we loved it. We, I mean, we absolutely loved youth ministry and young adult ministry. It was like, we poured our life into it for eight years. Yeah. You know, and, you know, mm-hmm. we were approached to plant our downtown campus which is where we are at now and honestly everything in me didn't want to do it i loved youth ministry and and i didn't want to go but we took about two weeks and honestly that was probably two of our for me i don't know how much but just two tough weeks because i knew the lord was doing something and we felt like through what we were reading through praying through just people kind of kind of talking like random people would come up to us and be like, hey, you know, when we plant the downtown campus, we're in. I'm like, all right, well, when they announce who the leader is, I'll hook you up with that guy, you know. And yeah, that was before they had asked That's us. Crazy. Before they even asked us. And, and so I remember when we sat down the first time. I don't think you were there. I remember calling her right after they, they approached. Uh, our lead pastor was in Guatemala, and he was on the FaceTime video. I just spoke that Sunday morning at, at our church service at the main campus, and and they kind of pulled me aside in this meeting. So I brought my notebook in, being like, all right, maybe they're going to critique me. Like, well, what can I do better? <laughs> message. And all of a sudden, it was weird. They moved the iPad or laptop. I can't remember what it was. It was just me and, and our, our pastor. And I was like, uh, what's going on? I'm like, am mm-hmm. I getting fired? Like, did I do something <laughs> wrong? Did fire you from Guatemala? And, and so he, he kind of told me that they were praying. They felt like we were the right ones to head downtown after a time of prayer and I was just shocked like I was totally blindsided blindsided (laughs) t-boned and so I remember calling Becca I'm like I don't know what's going on after that we took some time and really felt like the Lord was telling us and there was a couple things that um kept coming to my mind one I I didn't want to be comfortable and we we were in a place where we were actually doing youth ministry I don't want to say it was easy it was kind of it had become second nature it had become second hand nature that we kind of were in a rhythm and we're doing things and 
Another thing I just kept coming back to, I'm like, well, I'd rather be in uncharted waters in the unknown where I have to rely on God instead of relying on myself. <laughs> and the thought of doing youth ministry is like, I can probably do youth ministry. But the thought of planning a campus is totally unknown. Wow. And, and another thought came to my mind, like, well, if I get out of youth ministry now, well, I always have a passion for young people. Because I've known other leaders that they waited until their grace just kind of gave up. And they're like, I gotta get out of youth ministry. <laughs> okay. And and I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to be that. I'd rather be someone that continually speaks into young people, encourage them any way I can. And and, um, and so that kind of those two things kept kind of ringing in my mind as I moved forward. Yeah. And um, but now now we're here. We've been we planted the downtown campus. It's been about three. Three and a half years and had a lot of ups and downs. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that's just life, uh, right. particularly within leadership, too, I think. Well, I think it's easy for us to sit here and just be like, oh, yeah, eight years in youth ministry, like three years of the downtown. We can say that in a second. But when you think about, like, you pull into the same parking lot for eight years, you pull into the same leader lot in for three years, you know, you. Yeah. I mean, y'all have done some hard work. Thank you for doing what you guys have done for the kingdom. Like, you guys are so faithful. I'm going to brag on you guys because when you guys are off stage on speaking on Sunday morning, like, you guys are either connecting with people, and this is crazy to say, but you guys are even, like, the last ones they are, like, vacuuming because since we're set up in takedown church, those are the people that I want to be under leadership. You guys live out more of him, less of me, and it's just all about Jesus. So, yeah, I mean that. Like, thank you, guys. We appreciate that. We, we've had some great leaders in our life that, you know, set an amazing example. Yeah. And, and also the people that we get to do ministry with now. Like, mm. it's, I mean, it's so cool what God's brought into our life because it can't be us by ourselves. Yeah. So we're thankful for so many people, I mean, that have impacted our life and mm. and kind of, been in it with us one of the things i'm learning so much from you all is again like how to be good leaders and you guys are taking time to help like chris and i really develop that in us and honestly i would never consider myself a leader but what i'm learning from you all is that everyone's a leader in some Mm -hmm. way that we're all leading in our own lane whether that's at home whether that's in a business whether that's you know even in friendship you know so how can we be better leaders? What are a few things, you know, moving into this new year that we can we can do to lead more like Christ would and do it well? I've been praying lately, and I think kind of a key, I think the Lord speaking to me is just to slow down. Because I think so easily we can kind of get ahead of ourselves, maybe because of our ambitions or things that we want to accomplish. But the reality is that... Um, we have so many limitations, and, and I think that we one we got to take care of kind of ourselves first. That that we are in a healthy place, you know, one with our relationship with Jesus first off, and then maybe with your close, your spouse, you know, your family, and then it's out of that, out of the overflow of that. I think is how effectively you lead. Yeah, I'm learning this and getting. I'm trying to get better with this. Is is caring for people. I've done it. Good sometimes and not so good because of the just the pace of like life and like the pressures and sometimes that gets the the best of you but you know I try to make it known like when I sit down and meet with someone to ask first off like how are you doing when someone knows they care like if, if they know you care for them they'll allow you to speak into their life yeah. and that's how you influence them and make a difference if you got so many things to do and accomplish it's like all right let's 
let's get rid of that small talk. But it's not small talk because that's the big talk that leads into accomplishing them in their life to, to pull the gold out of them. Because you may not know what they're going through or what they're dealing with unless you ask. Yeah. You know? And so that's something that yeah. I feel like the Lord's just been speaking to me and trying to work on and make sure that I lead people, you know, from that. And I think that's what Jesus did. Yeah, absolutely. And along those same lines, Jesus led by serving too. Like our friend said the other day, save to serve. I've been thinking about serving a lot. Like Coley always encourages me in the, what's your word for the year? And I thought serve was my word. It's not, but it's. What is it? (laughs) No, share. I love it. I, uh, well, that's a whole other topic, but my, I think my word, I'm still praying about it, is fresh. Okay. But um but serve was one that I thought about too. And I just think when you yeah. serve people, whatever that looks like, serving is loving people. If you serve someone, if you love someone, if you're there for them, then they're going to allow you to lead them. Yeah. You can't force people to let you lead them. You know? Yeah. But you can serve them and That's love them. That's dictatorship. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. True. <laughs> Whatever it looks like for each person. Just kind of keeping that that humble heart that you're not above things. It's kind of, I think, where, you know, where yeah. God is leading us right now. So. I think humility is something that has become a lost, you know, attribute in, right. in this world. Because we live in a world that's like, well, look what I'm doing and see what I can do. And, and it's like, well, I mean, that's great and all, but like, what is the heart behind it? What is the motive behind it? And so I think... For me to to keep this posture of like, I want to continue to grow. I want to learn. What I'm putting in, am I able to put out? Yeah. If we're always trying to put out without filling ourselves up. And what I mean by that is like personal devotion and personal leadership development. And I think that's very key. um, Because like, if you're not out away from the pack for say like mm-hmm. you can blend in very easily but when you have a really true relationship with jesus and you're growing you're gonna probably be branching off and maybe in different lanes than what the world's doing and then it's out of that i think you can influence people because mm-hmm. you're like hey this is where we feel like the direction god's leading mm-hmm. and i think people want that i think people want something to be a part of that is not the same old you know what the world's kind of fallen into but a direction that the lord's maybe leading a, a new journey on i found it for me personally that's like that's how God moves. It's like always kind of like different, but it's so simple. It's like it always goes back to the basics of what he intended yeah, it to absolutely. be. Yeah, We make it too complicated. When, yeah, I think man has complicated everything, and particularly the church. I think that man is not to go into things, but like it's all about relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Relationships. You look back, we just had a meeting the other night, and we went around and we shared like what some of our fondest memories from being in youth. And it all related to relationship. So why are we trying to misplace that anyway? Like, let's just get back to that. Like, yeah. let's get back to caring for people, helping people, lead people. Right. And I think it needs to be in that order. Absolutely. And to tie back into even kind of what we talked about in our story, the Bible talks about that God's the one that promotes. I feel like if you just keep yeah. your head down, if you're not looking for an opportunity to do bigger and better things, you just keep being faithful with what you're doing and yeah. loving the people right around you and serving where you can. God will make bring open opportunities and and promote you. I remember you saying that this summer, and I remember immediately when you said that, I was like, "Oh, that is that's for me." Like yeah, he's he's the one that he's the one. Yeah, yeah. And I love that every Sunday you pray before you go to speak that you're like, "Remove Todd Caroline from the picture." That's what I want to do too. I'm like, more of you, less of me. Well, for I know sure. that if if it's relied on me, we're relied. <laughs> <laughs> well, and 
it's, it's good for you too. It's human yeah. nature to, to do it in your yeah. own strength. So you got to be intentional to remind yourself. Uh-huh. But every, every message notes I do, I, I write John 3.30 at the very top. And Can you share that? Which is more of you, less of me. Like more of you, Lord, less of me. And, and that, I think, I want that to be how I lead because I'm like, if it's about me, then I'm in the wrong. And honestly, I should probably remove myself. Mm. And and so I want to keep that posture. And back to the, I think you, we were talking about earlier about how do you know to, to stay consistent. One of our prayers has always been like, all right, Lord, if you want us to leave, we'll leave. Or if, if we feel like the Spirit, there was a time that the Lord was put on our heart that maybe it was time to lead. So we switched that prayer to, God, if you want us to stay, we'll stay. Yeah. And I think so many times people, our feelings is to jump at that first feeling that we have to, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. Well, well, no, no, no. Like, let's kind of seek God's guidance. Mm -hmm. So that's something like just something that we've kind of committed to personally to to pray that prayer. Like, all right, God, you know, Mm -hmm. if you want us to leave, we'll leave. Yeah. And because if it's. If it's about me and what I want to do, like, no, no, no. I want it to be about what God wants me to do. I want, I want to glorify Him and whatever it is. So if it's me moving from ministry and working at Walmart, like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah. You know? And I, that's how I want to live. And I want to train my, my boys. Yes, we can have these dreams and these desires, but what is it that God's calling you to do? Like, that's where you want to be. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of just yeah. some things that I've been thinking through. Yeah. You guys give always such practical advice. Like, I've used that prayer in my personal prayer life many times since you you share that with Chris and I this summer. I think God's a God of clarity and not a God of confusion. Yeah. So yeah. let's not try to complicate things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even though it is hard. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so I don't want to like run over time, but can you share the story of how I think it was someone invited was it someone invited you or your mom to yeah. church and like how yeah. that all started because you're talking about relationships this story is right. amazing yeah. yeah this is probably one of my favorite stories that um, I always think about so my mom's a teacher and high school <clears throat> high school teacher and so we love her she's mm-hmm. awesome yeah. I love my mom too <laughs> I do too she's biased, great <laughs> so she's a teacher and we were at the time we were attending a church and there was just some some decisions being made. My my dad really just felt like the stir that it was time to it was time to make a change. Very hard because we've been there for years. We've built so many relationships, but the Lord knows He's sovereign. You know He knows before we know. And so we we were on the verge of moving to a, looking for other churches. And so my mom's a teacher. And one of her students actually invited her to her church. Mm-hmm. And my mom was so blown away that a young high school student would invite her to her church. So my mom's like, we got to check out this church. <laughs> that this young, you know, like sh- this was kind of, you know. 10th yeah. grader, yeah. Yeah, 10th grader, like this unheard. So it was actually a church that it was right across the street from where we lived. Like we would pull out and I remember they were, they relocated, which it's Liberty Church now. <laughs> and they were building this building. And so we finally went. And it was in that moment that the Lord, now we look back of like, you knew that the Lord was prompting my dad to make a change. Yeah. Because who knows where I would have, I mean, I may never, you know, maybe knew back in school, but maybe not through our relationship by going to church together and actually becoming friends Mm -hmm. through that. And so, so I look back at that. I'm like, man, never, never limit an invite, like what God can do. Right. That true obedience and like change, like. 
thousands yeah. of people's and, lives. And Truthfully, all the high school, like eight years of youth <laughs> ministry. Like, think about that one little obedient high uh-huh. school girl. Yeah. yeah. And she probably has no idea what right. her invite did. So. In heaven, she'll know. You know? <laughs> oh, she'll get a crown to you. Well, I, I think God's so cool like that. I think, yeah. you know, one day he is going to give you a glimpse into like mm-hmm. what you did. So I think that's why when you, when we say be faithful with a little, you know, right. he'll give you more. I think. I think he truly means it. Yeah. And, and we've seen it in our life. Right. Absolutely. By like being faithful with like bringing snacks and having fun with that. So now <laughs> we get opportunity to lead a campus and yeah. we're just blown away. I'm like, every time I'm like, this is what I get to do. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm just so thankful and right. and honored. And uh, Absolutely. And the reality is I, I believe God would, would have used someone else if she didn't. If she, You know what I mean? He's yeah, sovereign. Of course. But of course we want to be the ones that say yes to whatever he's asking us to do. Yeah. So and she just did it. She did the right. work. Yeah, sure <laughs> got the work done. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything you guys would like to share before I ask you all the last question? You can share anything. I think our just life story is just wherever God puts you, just do it to the best of your ability, whether it's being home, being a mom, you know. Which or, y'all do so well. Yeah, yeah, student, do it to the best of your ability and don't limit what God can do from that faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Like, just plant yourself. Put roots down. You'll see God move if you do. If you're always jumping to jump, to jump, to jump, put some roots down and, and see what God can do. Yeah. And, uh, but be willing to leave if he's calling you to leave. So the podcast is called Still With You. So I was wondering, you guys can answer this question any way you want. Where is God still with you? Hmm. That's good. I love the name of your podcast. For me, at least I take it as no matter what you walk through, God's with you. And one part of leadership we've learned is so many people have so much stuff going on, you yeah. know, whether you know about it or not. Where he's with me is he just shows himself faithful in the little stuff, even through the hard stuff. The hard season, we're coming out of a just a crazy year and somebody gives us a free couch, you know, and I'm like a oh, tribute and that. a beautiful so, couch I mean, as it's, well. It's like it's couch. not off the curve. Like it is beautiful white couch. May I just say like the Lord's you know, blessings are good. I know, I know that sounds silly, but you know, I just take that as like God saying, okay, I re- I'm, I'm right here with you and I'm going to give you just even the little silly desires of your heart. He's just always so faithful. And I think Sometimes we don't give him credit for things like that, Yeah, you know? And um, so if you look around and pay attention, he's bringing gifts like that all the time. So That's yeah. good. What about you? Yeah, I think for me, um, I think the Lord's still with me, but I just feel like in a way that he's just reminding me of his faithfulness. That You know, one of the things when I took over this the role downtown, I felt like the Lord speak to me. He's like, I care more about this church than you do. And he, and he said, I know that you care about it a lot. And I feel like it's just like little things like that to know that, man, he's so good and he's so faithful. And so through, you know, times when I read or listen to something, I feel like he gives me a little bit to keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad it's just a little bit so that I want more. <laughs> right. And, keep going back. And keep going back. And, uh, and so I feel like through it all, like, you know, there's been some ups and downs and things that I've learned. Um, but I, I feel like he's developing me into the man that he wants me to be. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's where I want to fall. All right, God, am I the leader? Am I the husband? Am I the, the father? Am I the friend? You know, whatever it may be that I do it to the best, but it's out of 
being still. Like, I, I love that. Like, be still and know that He is God. Yeah, come on. And to know that it's not relied on me. And so I know that no matter what it is, He's good and He's yeah. faithful. Yeah. So, so it's just that reminder that He's still with me. And no matter where I am, He's going to work within me. And I just got to allow myself to... Allow him to speak, allow him to move, and allow him to, you know, refine me, however that may be. Yeah. And so, so yeah. There's refinement. That's something that I felt like the Lord spoke over me before moving into this next season and just really felt like just to give things back to him, even if we thought that we did, like just to hand it over to him yeah. again. Sometimes it's, you got to <laughs> hand it definitely. back over to him again and just <laughs> be like, hey, give it back. Even if I thought I did, like I'm right. just giving more of it to you. Right. It's all yours anyway. Yeah. So. And just to do things for him and with him is right. like what, what I feel yeah. for sure. Thank you guys so much for doing this, like making time. You guys are busy you. people. You're welcome on here anytime. Like you guys are pastors of the podcast. Like please, <laughs> please just, just come on here anytime. I mean that like, I want people to know who are mentoring and leading me in the small little way. If this podcast helps lead someone, like I want people to be aware of this is who is pouring into me and who I'm learning from. And it's such an honor to learn from you guys. Thank you for what you're doing in our community, in our world, all of those things. I always want to give God my first. I was wondering if you guys would mind, both of you, either of you, if you would mind just like praying like a blessing over what's to come with this next season. Okay. We want to say um, we're proud of you, Coley, and uh, I think God's using your voice in more ways than just through a podcast. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Hearing the stories of you meeting with various different people, and and then even on you know at church on Sunday morning on the stage. Um, So we're we're proud of you, and uh, can't wait to see what God continues to do through you and Chris. And uh, we're just we're pumped. I want to say I I've said this to you multiple times. I wish Coley could just follow me around wherever I go because you're always such an encouragement. The world's hard enough. We need someone that's cheered us on. So I appreciate you always being a good cheerleader in my corner. And um, so we love you. Becca, you're easy to encourage because you just smile. And honestly, you need to speak more anyway. We love hearing from you. So it's easy to encourage someone who's great. So you're sweet. We appreciate you more than you know. You and Chris. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. let's pray. I'll start and then you can pray. How about that? You're the long winded one. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thanks. All right. Jesus, we thank you so much for God, just this time, Lord, and um, and what you're doing in this season of all of our lives. God, we know that you're a God that's moving and doing great things. We thank you so much for Coley and Chris and all that their life stands for, Lord. They are people that point to you, Lord. So I just thank you that you'll just use this this podcast and their lives, God, just to point people to you, Jesus. And um, Lord, I thank you for anyone listening that is just wondering what, what they're supposed to be doing with their life, God. I just pray that you'll just show them their next step, God. Yeah, Your word is a light to their feet and um, shows them the path that they need to go. And um, so, Lord, I just pray that they just open that up and see what you're speaking to them and um, and want you to have them do, Lord. So mm-hmm. we just bless, God, this this ministry, this yeah. uh, this thing that, that yeah. Coley has been called to do, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that you'll use it yes, and that, um, that people will be encouraged, Lord, mm-hmm. um, by the words that are spoken. And um, so, God, we bless it. We thank you, God, mm-hmm. for who you are and what you're doing in our lives. Yeah, we just we just come to you right now. We just God, we humble ourselves. We just thank you for mm-hmm. your yeah. faithfulness and just how good you are. God, continue to remind us um, of the of that, and uh, especially in those times when we need it most. And uh, God, we just thank you for every single person that's listening right now. God, we ask that you would meet them, that you would be with them. God, that your presence would fill them up, and that they would have this desire to 
want to know you more than they ever yeah, have, God. Yeah, that they would begin to ask questions, that they would uh, find answers to doubts, God, that they would just seek you in all. And God, we lift up Coley to you. We lift up this podcast. God, we thank you for the influence and the doors that you've uh, opened for her and, yeah. the, and the, the ears that are listening, God. Yeah, we just pray that you would you help God. her to continue to be faithful and obedient to what it is that you are asking her to do, yeah. God. God, we ask that you would just widen that influence right now in Jesus' name, God, that you would bless her and Chris, that they would continue to be united more than they ever have before as they continue to lead together. And God, we just pray that you bless them. God, we thank you for this day, this time. Yeah. God, help us to, to walk with you and, uh, and to continue to give you the glory, to give you the honor and praise, God, because you deserve it. Yeah. God, we ask all this right now. God, we, we just speak blessings and favor over every single person listening right yeah. now, God. That they would find Thank you, you and uh, that you would provide for them every single uh, aspect of their life, God, whether it's financially, physically, yeah. uh, emotionally, God, yeah. spiritually, God, that you would just meet it above and beyond. God, we ask this right now and we seal it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Can we just rewind that episode and just keep listening to all the wisdom that they just shared? I mean, they are pastors for a reason. If you live in the Pensacola area or you are just coming down for a visit, you need a church home and Liberty Church downtown is exactly the place for you to be. This is not an ad. This is coming from my heart to say that this is a place where true life change happens. So like I said, whether you are currently stationed, currently settled, visiting the Pensacola area, please come check out Liberty Church downtown located in the Pensacola Little Theater. You cannot miss it. Come say, hey, come here and be led by Number one, Jesus, but also by amazing leaders, Todd and Becca, Caroline. I love them so much, and I'm so thankful that they made space in their life to share some of the things that they have learned doing amazing work in ministry with you guys. There are so many things happening in this new season of Still With You. You have to be connected. You can subscribe on iTunes or give it a follow on Spotify. Every episode will automatically download right onto your phone. So we release bi-weekly on Tuesdays. You won't want to miss an episode. Other ways that you can find me, you can always go to my website, coldybrowning.com. There is the show notes for every episode included on the website. Or you can always connect with me through social media at coldybrowning.com. That's K-O-H-L-I-E and Browning like the rifle. I would love to get to know you guys. Say hey, encourage you if I can, and know who's listening. Before closing, I want to say one more thing, and that is that I don't take this podcast for granted or the fact that every single one of you take time out of your day to listen and be encouraged through the words that so many people have shared and you care so much. I could not do this ministry without every single one of you and I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. As I mentioned, if there's anything that I can do to help you in any way, you know where to reach me and I would love to be there for you. I've seen true life change happen through Still With You and I believe that this year is no exception. God is going to do amazing things and all we have to do is give it back to Him and say yes and amen and know that He is not going anywhere. Until next Tuesday, I will see you guys. Be bold, be brave, be you and remember, Remember that he is still with you. Uh.